Today, I want to talk about what we actually need to do to set appropriate weight goals. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet. I'm a psychologist. The reason I make these videos is to help people understand that your physical health and mental health come together to create that overall sense of well-being. The most important thing about setting an appropriate weight goal is having the right goal to begin with. Your goal should be about health, not a number on a scale, not the size of clothes you wear. And I'm going to go through the steps of how you're going to figure out what your actual goal weight is going to end up being. Very basically, being overweight means that you're eating more fuel than your body needs. Now, this can be an indication of metabolic issues, so insulin resistance, uh, inflammation issues. It can also be an indication of emotional use of food, so eating when I'm bored, eating when I'm sad, eating when I'm frustrated. These things can actually be predictors of future health issues. So heart issues, hormone issues, other problems can arise when we're actually living our life overweight. First, you need to determine your current food needs. How much food am I actually eating right now? That means taking some time and paying attention to when I'm eating and what I'm eating, how much of it I'm eating. By paying attention to that, we're going to start with a baseline of this is how much food I ingest. That's going to help you because at some point, we're going to need to change the foods we're eating and we're going to need to change the amount of food we're eating. And we can only do that if we have a baseline of where we started from. Now, the other thing I want you to keep in mind is that every food counts, whether it's a meal or a snack and even the drinks count. A lot of the times, the stumbling block that I see people get into is that they are counting every meal, but they're not counting the granola bars that are happening between meals, and they're for sure not counting sodas, juices, and coffees that they're drinking. Drinks are particularly important to pay attention to because sweet drinks add a lot of carbohydrates to our body in a very easily digestible form, which means that that's a lot of energy that we're getting in a very fast and easy way to get ingested, that causes weight gain. The other thing to keep in mind is that doing it with fats is no better. If I'm allowing myself to drink fatty coffees, that fat in the coffee, especially if it's MCT oil, is much easier for my body to absorb and digest and use, but also to store because if it's excess, it will get stored. So let's pay attention to our drinks. The second thing that you're going to do is choose a new meal plan. So it's not a diet. You're going to take the time to choose a meal plan that's gonna work for your life. Of course, I recommend low carb. I especially recommend a ketogenic lifestyle. However, you need to choose the lifestyle that's actually gonna work for you. Perhaps paleo will be more your line. You need to do the thing that keeps your metabolic issues in check. So I'm asking you to take the time to choose a lifestyle that's going to solve metabolic issues. That means I'm gonna be looking at solving insulin resistance. I'm gonna be looking at solving any kind of inflammation that I'm having. I'm choosing a lifestyle that's gonna help my body to heal itself and to build itself in the best way possible. We also want a diet that's gonna help us to solve any possible carb addiction that we might have. So if we might be addicted to carbohydrates. Planning how you will manage to eat out in this new meal plan. 
Planning how you will do holidays using this new meal plan. The basic idea being I'm committing long-term to this meal plan and in the short term, I'm problem solving. How will I make it work for me? I'm also problem solving any emotional things that might happen while I'm trying to accomplish this new meal plan. I want you to keep in mind, there's a very good possibility that while you're trying to accomplish this, you might find yourself having a hard time in situations where you used to eat carby foods like pizza or burgers or whatever, going into that situation with the idea that I'm going to eat better quality meats and I'm not going to have fries, so I'm going to have something else, a salad or something. And in the time that it's taking me to get used to that, what am I doing to help myself? How am I creating the situation where I'm comfortable eating the foods that I'm trying to eat now? So I need me to problem solve those emotions, the feelings I'm going to have around the fact that I can't eat, so I can't. I'm choosing, and let's change that because I want you to think about it as I'm choosing to eat better because my health is important to me. But in that choosing, I might have some feelings about that. The fourth thing that I'm going to ask you to do is pay attention to the changes and the progress that you're making. What that's going to mean is at the very beginning of this process, you will need to take some pictures. And then once you've taken the pictures, you're going to use those images to help yourself to see the progress you're making. You're going to use your weight. So yes, you are going to weigh yourself. You're going to use your weight to see the progress you're making. But the reason I want the pictures and the reason I want you to pay attention to yourself is there are going to be changes. There are going to be improvements that you're actually going to make that are not going to be reflected on the scale, right? You're going to have better feeling in your body. So you're not going to have as much inflammation. You're not going to have the aches and pains. Those improvements are not going to be able to be reflected. They on the scale. You're going to have difference in the way your clothes fit. That's not going to be reflected on the scale. The interesting thing about when we change our diet is that oftentimes the improvements that are happening in our body is not just a loss of weight. It's an improvement in the quality of the body that we're building, meaning that we're actually growing muscle tissue. We're actually engaging in more activities because we feel stronger. So by paying attention to the improvements, to my extra energy, to paying attention to all the benefits I'm gaining by changing my diet, then I get a better image, a better picture of where my gains are coming from. And that's going to help me, first of all, to stay on track, because it's going to be exciting to me that I'm actually improving in the way that I'm improving. But the other amazing thing that you're going to get from paying attention to the non-number, so the not the scale number, but the actual benefits of eating better, is that if there happens to be a stall or if there happens to be a change in my progress, I'll notice. If I was feeling amazing and then all of a sudden I'm feeling achy again, I'm going to notice that. And maybe I'll be able to tell, oh, see, I ate something that was a little bit higher in carb and look how I felt. Maybe if I, if I do notice that my weight isn't moving, but my, my body is changing, that's going to encourage me to keep moving forward. Or it might tell me that there's something off in what I'm eating and it helps me to look at what I'm doing and manage my progress. Because all of this is about progress. You want to build the best quality body that you can so that your life is easier and happier and that you're doing the things that you want to do long term. Now, the other thing that I want you to be able to do is know when your goal is attained. So that healthy weight goal, what is it actually? And here's the thing, 
by using markers that help us to understand our health, then we'll know when we should stop losing weight. So of course we have the range that, you know, the doctors tell us that we should be within for to be healthy. On top of that, we're going to add the waist to height ratio. So trying to get your waist to height ratio to be 0.5 or less. The reason that we do that is that doctors have figured out that when you have a waist to height ratio of 0.5 or less, you have less chances of cardiac issues and you just generally have better health. So it's a marker of good health that doesn't depend on your weight. Now, here's the interesting thing. I could have a waist to height ratio that's 0.5, even though my weight could be at the higher end of the scale for the, the, the scale range that the doctors um, suggest. And the reason for that is having more muscle will mean that I would be on the higher end of my weight range. At the same time, it would mean that the body weight that I'm carrying is being carried in a much more dense way. So I would be slimmer and still weigh more. Part of the reason that I really do encourage people to be careful about only looking at the number on the scale is that that number on the scale doesn't help us to really understand where our body is gaining and where our body is still struggling. If I'm increasing my muscle mass and that's going to help me to feel stronger, that's going to help me to have more energy and that's going to help me to stay slimmer, then having that little bit of extra weight, but having it as be the good lean weight that we want is really important. So it's not all about the number on the scale. So when we're actually healthy, our healthy weight shows itself. Our healthy weight is a product of feeding ourselves towards good health, feeding ourselves towards building a good body. I want everyone to be a wellness warrior and understand that when we have inflammation, when we have aches and pains, when we have problems happening in our body, then obviously we won't be at the good weight that we need to be, right? Because inflammation has along with it water retention. An achy body means I'm not going to be able to be out there active and building muscle. But when we're good to ourselves, wellness warriors feed themselves well, exercise, spend time with friends, spend time with family, do the things that help us to feel good all around. And then your healthy weight is a byproduct of that. So feed yourself with high quality nutrient dense food and see what happens. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. If it's your first time here, don't forget to subscribe, click the bell so you know when my next videos are coming out. I love making these videos for you guys and I can't wait to see you in the next video.